Welcome to What Crisis? Fully living in your midlife and beyond. I'm your host, Dan Johansson. What Crisis offers insight and guidance on living an intentional life for people who find themselves on a journey of growth in their middle years. Is there a crisis? Absolutely. The crisis of realizing you're literally on the backside of your life and you haven't truly been living. Whether you're looking to grow into a better version of yourself or to find or strengthen your loving relationships or maybe just learn how to give yourself the permission to lead a purpose-driven life with joy and grace, you'll learn something new every episode. So come along for the ride. Here's the funny thing about how broad the definition of what being middle-aged means. It's a pretty wide swath, isn't it? When we're 35 or 40, being called middle-aged seems way too premature. But let's take a look at the math. If we want to be specific, the average life expectancy globally is 75.6 years for women and 70.78 years for men. In the U.S., where many of you are listening from, for women, on average, it's 81.6. For men, it's 76.6 years. Every country is different, but you get the point. So let's be generous, but still draw the line at something like a midpoint and call it 40. Where does that put you in the mix? I'm on the other side of 50, so that puts me closer to the 70% point of this life. And when you think about it that way, it's a real eye-opener. So, my friends, feel free to do your own math. Odds are, if you're a listener, you've probably zoomed past the midpoint as well. And so, welcome to book two of two of you. If you've been listening since the beginning, you've probably noticed that there's a clear thread that exists across most of these stories, and that's a sense of urgency, motivation that now is the right time. And sure, while that can sound scary based on your perspective, and you know, you may have heard the quote from George Adair, everything you've ever wanted is sitting on the other side of fear. And there's a big reason why we're here, you and me. We've recognized that life is shorter than we'd like, or perhaps we're older than we feel. Color it any way you like. But the simple truth of life is that it ends. Everything does one way or another. This life, as we exist right now, is most definitely finite. So here we are. We've accepted that a midlife crisis is actually a very good thing. Why? It's the wake-up call we needed to think differently about what's ahead of us. Listen, life is ahead of us. Lessons are behind us. Remember that. Your life is full of a lot of memories, lots of experiences, but it's your choice to decide what you want your experiences to be from this second forward. If you're waiting for, you know, something magical to happen, odds are you'll be waiting a long time. And listen, wonderful things happen to many people all the time. Wonderful, surprising things in this life that are so additive to our joy 
we think that someone up there is watching over us, or however you want to define it. But the simple reality is that to get what we want out of life, we must have the desire for it and the willingness to create it. So here's what I'd like to share with you today. It's the acceptance of where we are on the statistical measuring stick of our lives. And the questions we should all be asking ourselves every day as we navigate through this amazing journey. First up, who and what is truly important to me? And am I showing this person or thing the respect and priority they deserve? Am I living in appreciation of it? This often comes in the form of your perspective on life and being thankful for the things that you have, no matter how small or great they seem to be. And you know what? Odds are, if you see yours as particularly small, I encourage you to go back to listen to the episode called The Crisis of Comparison. I'm guessing if you're listening to me right now, it's because you have a life that affords you at least some means to do so. So whether you're listening on a smartphone, computer, or in your car, you have a freaking smartphone, computer, and or car. Not to compare you to anybody else, but given that a big part of the world's population has none of these, at least on this level, you're doing okay. And being thankful is such a wonderful doorway to happiness. Next, is this, whatever it may be, is this additive to my life? This is something I think about and use as a litmus test really often. When I'm challenged in a situation or with people, and I have to decide its proper place in how I give it my mental, physical, or spiritual energy, I'll ask myself if what I'm doing or experiencing is additive or subtractive to my life, to my joy. And sometimes all it takes is the simple bare bones type of question to understand whether we should be embracing it or rejecting it. We accept far too many things that erode our joy. And sometimes those things should be first on your bye-bye list. And lastly, since we're talking about our joy, our happiness, if something brings you joy, do you have any reason to defer it for something that doesn't? I know that may sound like a, a trick question, so I'll simplify it. We've established that a huge chunk of our lives is behind us and that everything ends. So, fellow crisis people, let's say there's something that totally lights you up, makes you happy, perhaps, and since you've heard me use the word a handful of times today, because it's in my top three favorite words, brings you joy. Why in the world should you defer your joy ever? Ever. Now, I know all of you will come up with something that could get in the way of a joyful experience, whether that joyful experience is food, travel, sex, dogs, skydiving, or simply loving something or someone with your whole heart. You know, a situation where you think, well, this would bring me joy, this thing that I like, if not for. Let me remind you of something. If you believe that you'd be better off prioritizing 
thing A over thing B because it's the right thing to do? Here's the best part. Then making that very choice should be a joyful choice for you in and of itself. You're not sacrificing. You're just choosing what's best for you. And in choosing what's best for you, that act in and of itself is self-love and should bring you joy. By definition, you're just choosing one joy over another. And that's pretty awesome. Do what makes you happy and let joy be your guide. And if there's nothing getting in the way of that thing that lights you up, light them up. See you next time. Thanks for listening and spending part of your day with me. If you like what you hear, give me a follow. And if you're so inclined, since you like it anyway, feel free to leave a kind review. For more information, follow me on danjohansen.com, where you'll also find links to my books, daily Instagram posts, and so much more.